0: If I had to define courage in one sentence, it would be to act with virtue in the face of danger. Courage is that aspect of virtue, which means that you are going to be temperate, you are going to be just, and you're going to strive for wisdom, even if it means your life. most of the philosophers that i've read acknowledge that there's an aspirational quality to courage and you could easily create a definition a criteria a criteria a condition for courage that is not met by anybody <laughs> and then and then what happens there is that courage becomes this ethereal unobtainable quality that we aim for but none of us arrive at but we also know that that's not true too because these are very human qualities we're talking about. And and if they're human qualities, then they're capable of being embodied by humans.
1: To talk about the human aspect of it, yes, there are examples of courage. You know, like we discussed, like Socrates is one, you know, we've discussed Bothius' example, Betheus, always get his name wrong. is example, Mandela is one, Mahatma Gandhi, Mother Teresa, Malala Yousafzai. These are courageous acts. There are things that they have done. And but we need to understand, I need to understand that these are the paragons of this virtue. You know, I am at best a sh- could be a shadow. And if I proclaim to myself that, no, I am courageous or my actions are guided by virtue, I just have to look at these people and realize that how am I saying these things? What is the moral impact of my actions? You know, and so coming back to the practicality of it, yes, I'm a physician. And, uh, and yes, that's considered to be a noble profession, but are my acts courageous? You know, what is the moral impact of the work that I do? So to look at it another, it, from a different sense, it's say there is a uh, niche who is, uh, is a physician here in the U S and he practices here in the U S and uh is living this, you know, uh your quote unquote I'm making the signs here or this this virtuous life where he's temperate and he's just and you know he's in the pursuit of, of virtue. And then there's an Anish who is in uh in the Mediterranean on a rescue vessel uh as a part of Medicine Science Frontiers or Doctors Without Borders, trying to rescue migrants. He also lives a temperate life, he also leads a just life and believes that you know he's uh he's in the pursuit of virtue. But there's a difference there, right? There is an act that is being done that has a lot higher moral impact. Same guy, just doing a, 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 an act that has a big moral impact as opposed to this, uh, this present me in the US doing what I'm doing. What is, so, you know, you spoke about purpose, right? Honestly, what should we be aiming for? I mean, if we, if, if we continue the way we do right now, is that the best that we can hope for ourselves? Then can we go out and say that, you know, we did the best that we could. We looked at these paragons like Nelson Mandela and uh, and Malala Yousafzai and all the, these folks, these brave folks who work for Dr. Tal Boris, We saw him and we were like, yeah, we are going to proceed in this direction of virtue, but we're going to do something that's a lot more, you know, safer and within our zones of life.
0: Right. Man, I'm right there with you, and everybody's different, and everybody takes their own message. When you share in the intellectual company of philosophers, you will take with it what you will, but I'm right there with you, and the thing that keeps coming back is this idea of purpose, man. Like, I think you're so right, and yes, the trajectory of virtue, because virtue is just an arrow, it's a trajectory, but... The aiming point, where it's headed, is purpose. And then the worth of that purpose, the features of that purpose that make it valuable to your identity. Purpose is inescapable when you're looking at the concept of virtue. And uh, when I was first trying to summarize courage into the three components, actually three words came to mind because I was distilling it down. And when you look at courage, it's freedom. Freedom. Risk, purpose. The actor has freedom. The actor takes a risk and it's a complete purpose. And that's completely in line with virtue.
1: Just like the Spartan and Helot, you know, the, uh, the eddy on the Mediterranean vessel is the one who has the courage. Right. Or at least... Can say that maybe that's closer to courage. I don't even know if you can call it courage because Socrates had courage, right? I don't think we can say we have courage, but we are closer to that than the Eddie in, uh, in uh, over here and trying to do his uh, work. And, and I think the same thing holds true, uh, when we are called upon in situations which are presumably dangerous to us as well. Like in this pandemic, you know, going to work during this pandemic requires, uh, guts, man. I mean, I, I see people are scared and, uh, rightfully so, uh, we've had, f- uh, physician deaths, but I said this, uh, you know, a few days ago to you as well, that my sense of fear is a lot lower than what it should be for some of my colleagues, man. Some of my colleagues are showing up to work and they are in the in the uh, vulnerable population, you know? So they are being brave. Now, they have a strong sense of duty. You know, they, they are here because they, they've dedicated their entire lives, a lot more than I have, to the profession of medicine, to their patients. They feel the obligation and they are brave. And similarly, the the folks in New York who are having to do this work without uh, proper protection. You know, there's a sense of obligation. There's a sense of duty. They're not going to abandon their patients. And if you look at what they're saying, that they are saying that, yes, we need protection. But nobody is saying that if you don't give us this protection, we're not going to show up to work. I've never heard that. I've never heard that. So looking at the three factors. So
0: they're showing up to work, they have freedom, although they're committed, we have a sense of duty, we have an oath, right? But the risk facing the physician who has to go to work without appropriate PPE is significant. We'll just put it that way, especially if they're in a vulnerable population. But the benefit to, um, you know, not just to the patients are taken care of, but there's a There's a morale, not morality, but a morale benefit as well. You're showing up. You're saying, I am here. I'm here to help despite the risk to me. And we can't ignore the fact that many of us are putting our own families at risk. But that is another feature of courage is that there's an inspirational component. You mentioned Malala Yousafzai. She's a great example. But I think she is completely aware of the fact that her act, while... The magnitude of the courage that she demonstrated may not be replicated in somebody she has inspired. She would be very pleased, I think, to know if she inspired even one girl, one person in a situation like her to stand up for themselves for what they believe is right. And that's another part of courage that I think is important to acknowledge.
1: Yes, these are all very, they, these are brave acts. These are acts that require us. You know, this requires admiration. All those guys at the front lines require admiration. Malala Yousafzai, obviously, uh, is worthy of, of our admiration of her accolade. But there is a difference in the acts. Like Malala Yousafzai's act is a courageous act. There's no question about it. Um, my act on the front lines of medicine may not be, uh, it'll be a brave act. But, you know, what is the magnitude of the impact? What's the morality of the impact? I, I, I don't have the wisdom to know. You know, so there is, at least there's no question that these folk are brave. The guys who are showing up to work, especially in these hard hit areas are brave. The guys who showed up and take care of their patients in China, in Wuhan, before they even knew what was going on, those guys were brave. Uh, there's no question. We cannot be just thrust into a situation and then I, te- I just say, you know, I just showed up to work and this whole COVID-19 business is on my head. And guess what? I'm a champ. I was brave and I dealt with it. I have courage. You know, it's not that I knew that this problem already existed and I, I out of free will, decided to walk into the situation knowing full well the perils that lay ahead of me uh, and uh, knowing that there's danger to me uh, and then performed a, mon- a a task that had a lot of monumental moral value I don't see that I've done that. I have, I was thrust into this COVID-19 situation. I didn't know much about it. I only knew that there's not that much risk to me because I'm not in the vulnerable population. And, um, you know, I'm not a frontline person. Yes, I'm taking care of these people, but I don't know how much value there is uh, to uh, my work. I do perform a lot of consultative care. I did take care of these folk but i wasn't one of the frontline folk uh, at that point we didn't even know how who needed who didn't need protection equipment um there was not that much to go around but i didn't feel the sense of peril i was indirectly taking care of these people at that point so yes there's maybe in my case i can say i don't know about the other folk but in my case i can say that that is not necessarily um a uh, a courageous act it's a it's a It's an act that I'm called upon to do. So as I'm marching toward the hot gates, I'm thinking in my mind, yeah, I'm this badass clinician. You know, I can take care of this stuff. This was I was called upon to do this. What else? This look at the glory there is to go to work, saying that nah, I don't care about this virus. This was I was called upon to serve, and I'm going to serve, and I'm going to make a good impression on all these uh, residents and fellows around me. With and I I I made statements like, oh, look at your personal statement and see what it says in there, and it says exactly this that you will show up and work. You took the Hippocratic oath and, and all of that. And it's very easy for me to say these things. Um, but if I was, uh, if I truly understood the magnitude, if I truly had to pay a big price, uh, if I was a frontline, uh, respiratory therapist, uh, in the ED, taking care of a patient who walked in and, uh, maybe has some fever and a cough and you know, the respiratory therapist himself or herself suffers from, uh, a respiratory issue herself, you know, like, uh, COPD or asthma, or is maybe 65 years of age, that person showing up to work today, knowing that she can, he or she can not show up to work saying, stating exactly the things that I stated, that person would perform a more, uh, uh, would be braver yet would it be courageous? I don't know, because there is still uh, an aspect of duty involved there. But so obviously a lot more courageous than, than a niche. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so yeah, I, I get your point. Um, I'm in a similar situation where I am not a frontline provider. And so I'm not claiming that, um, that I'm demonstrating courage in any way. But what I can take solace in, what I am taking to heart is... And everything that I've read, now that I'm in, I feel like I'm better informed. I have a better grasp. I feel like I have a better sense of what courage actually is, the deep meaning of courage, not just the superficial label that gets thrown around. Um, It just refines my behavior and my thinking. It refines my target because now when the time comes, if there is an opportunity to act, again, with virtue, I will hope that I seize upon it, because I'm aware of it. So, while I'm not making a claim to courage, I am making a hopeful commitment within myself that when the opportunity arises, that I'll reach for it. And I think that's the best that we can do.
1: Yeah. So, who would you want to be, man, going up to the hot gates? you want to be the Spartan or the Helot? Uh, the Spartans better abs, man.
0: What's that? The Spartans got the abs. Right, <laughs> and better equipment. <laughs> you know, there's something to be said for equipment. The Spartans had better. The Spartans had better PPE. <laughs> uh, that's a good question, and I don't have a good answer for that. But I would, I would hope that. That I would have the aspirational levels of courage that the humble farmer mustered at the hot gates.
1: Yeah. I think a mixture of the two, right? Having a, you know, free will, having a sense of that, uh, the fear, but knowing that the task that you're going on to is a moral, monumentous task. But here's the thing. The reason why you also want to be the Spartan is that just like in that case and life in general, we have to prepare ourselves. We have to practice the virtues. Like if if we are called to the frontline tomorrow, I should be able to manage event and take care of patients who have ARDS. If I just sit here and behave like a HELOT and just say, oh, when I, I'm, I'm going to be scared, but I'm going to show up, but I'm going to do some subpar work. Uh, that's not enough. I have to start sharpening my sword start practicing my moves so that when I'm called to the front line I'm not a useless person standing there you know in the midst of it all saying that I'm I'm scared but I'm here to do this monumentous task I should be able to kind of meet the enemy uh, and you know uh, and be of some worth yeah a helot plus Spartan mix I don't know what that's called but <laughs> a human <laughs> a human <laughs> ah no you're you saying You're setting too high a standard, my friend. (laughs) Hey,
0: guys. Anish and I just want to forward a deep expression of gratitude to everybody's support. Last week, we reached a thousand downloads of our podcast. uh, But more than that, we've had people reach out to us, and we've had opportunities for deep, meaningful connection with other people that would not have happened if we hadn't uh, shared our personal journey. And we just want to take this moment uh, not only to express gratitude to our listeners, but in this current climate, in this current pandemic, uh, we really would be remiss if we didn't extend our gratitude to those on the front line who are dealing with this pandemic. And to the extent that we can, we wanna say that we stand in solidarity with them and that we wish them the best and that we're ready to support them in any way that we can. As we said, these are unprecedented times and we don't know where things are going from here. But at the very least, what we can say for sure is that we will face what comes understanding that our internal fortitude has very little to do with the things that happen to us and everything to do with how we react to them. Thanks for your support, guys. Be sure to check us out on our website, ResiliencyRounds.com, And until next time.